You are listening to the official audio preaching podcast of Christian Bible Baptist Church Manila, Philippines, led by Rev. Alan Earnhardt Jr. It is our desire that you will be revived, encouraged, and helped by this gospel messages. God bless. Teaching us about Paul the Apostle. Look what it says in verse number one. We're in First Tim- uh, sorry, Second Timothy, first chapter. Second uh, Timothy, first chapter. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by what? Oh, not will of God. Kalooban ng Dios. Don't you know Tagalog? Amen. Amen. Don't you know Tagalog? Amen. So here we are in the will of God, and Paul finally found the will of God. By the way, Paul served the Lord many times. He was serving the Lord, even uh, in a murderous way, but yet he was still surrendered to the will of God, even though it was Judaism, even though it was uh, misappropriated in life. Finally, on that road to Damascus, he got turned to right. And the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. And he's writing to somebody. Who is he writing to? To Timothy. Who is Timothy? That's the prutas, amen? That's the fruit of his ministry. He's right into the fruit of his ministry. He's saying, Timothy, my dearly beloved son. He says, Pagipig, amen? I love you, Pagipig. There's a love I have in my heart for you, amen? Hey, ako puso ng Filipinas, amen? I've got a heart for the Filipinas. I don't know if I said it right, but it doesn't matter, okay? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Bible's saying that Paul, the apostle, was excited about the ministry. He was excited about salvation. He was excited about the ministry. Hey, listen, the church is not just a bunch of saved people sitting, but it's a bunch of saved people busy, working, not in our own power, not the power of the mind, but the power of God. Amen. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ. I thank God whom I serve. He's talking about ministry. From my forefather with pure conscience, without ceasing, I remember to thee in my prayers night and day. He was praying for him. What? That he would get saved? No, Timothy's saved. That he would stay right? Yes, that he would stay holy. But he would be within that uh, calling of God. And he says that I may be filled with joy. You know the Bible says these things have I written in you that you're joy that your joy may be full you want to be a joyful christian get involved in god's work say amen Amen. hey saving people from hell saving people to heaven saving marriages saving families saving communities saving a country how so went in missions there's a call come ringing over the restless ways what is it go go ye go and do it go and get it done and the Bible's talking about a surrender to the ministry. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. What is that? What's that gift of God? The Holy Spirit of God. When you got saved, God gave you the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is there to empower you. God's not given us a, a spirit of fear. Do you know why a lot of people don't get involved in ministry? Are you listening? Are you listening? Can you hear me? A lot of people do not get involved in ministry because they're fearful. Fearful. There's three things that will motivate you. Fear, passion, or love. Now, love is not an emotion. Emotions are a side effect. It's a result. Amen? A result of love is emotions. But that's not it. A, a love is not sex or, or immorality. That's not what love is. Love is sacrificial commitment. Hereby perceive we the love of God that he laid his life down for us. 
and so too ought we lay down our lives for the brethren. That's what the Bible says. Do you know your Bible? For God has not given us a spirit of fear. He doesn't want to be driven by the passions of the flesh. But he wants, to be, he wants us to be driven by power of the Holy Spirit. Look at what it says. But of power and of love. What is that love? A sacrificial commitment. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. See, there's this love you got for God. And of a sound mind. What's that sound mind? It's the Word of God. Renewed every day. Get into the Word of God. Hey, listen. The most important thing in your Christian life is not the church. It's not your knowledge of all of the things of religion and, and, uh, and, and your, your uh, ministry outside of uh, the church or inside of the church. The most important thing is the Word of God. Amen. That's how you know who God is. That's how you know how salvation. That's how you know heresy in other churches. That's how you know what the Baptist distinctives are. From the Word of God. Be thou not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ nor of me as prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions. In the book of 1 Peter, it talks about suffering and how good it is. By the way, suffering's a good thing. Hey, listen, when you get saved, the next thing you'll do is you'll start to grow. Amen. You'll get baptized. You'll get involved in church. You'll start giving. You'll start believing. Panada palataya. Mani wala. The panada palataya. You believe, but now that belief is making a difference. That's panana palataya. Amen. And you're seeing a difference. And the Bible says that something will happen. Something will change. Oh, now we're at our verse. Verse number nine. Who saved us and called us? Who saved us and called us? Who saved us and called us? You see, there's the local ministry, Sasibihan, and it's the local ministry of the churches, this institution that Jesus Christ came to establish and established in his life and then went on to die for and now to make intercession for in the right hand of God. He died for us. He, his blood was shed for us. There was the propitiation of him on the cross and then the expiation of him dying and bringing forgiveness to them. Woo! Up from the grave, he arose and we're justified. We're justified, justified never, I've not sinned, but it's justified never sinned. Hey, let me tell you something. God created you for a purpose. He created you an individual. God created the family for a purpose, amen? He created for a purpose, what is it? Tatai, nai nai, atai, ate, or whatever it is. Kuya, amen? What, the tito, tita, lolo, that's me. I don't care about my kids anymore. My grandkids. Amen? Come on. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. But see, well, listen now. The family is not a ministry. Are you listening? The family was not created as a ministry. The family was created as a relationship. And God didn't create the government for a ministry. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the government ministering, but the government is not called to minister. The government's called to uh, reward the good and to reward the evil. It's not called to run our lives. Amen. God created government. According to the Bible, government is never a ministry. It's a controlling mechanism of society. It's a punishing of the evil. Ministry is from and, and for the local church. Say amen. 
And so we got the local church ministries that are Bible-based activities for advancing the gospel, for edifying the saints, and for building Christians to go on and do something great for God. Amen. Amen. Now let me say, let me say, uh, no ministries, well, long, uh, among ministers, uh, then, then no ministries. Amen. If you don't have uh, ministers, well, long, Hindi. I go to restaurants, I say, I'll take this. Oh, voila. What? What? Voila. 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 We don't have it. Amen. Oh, welcome to the Philippines. Amen. I pulled up to a Jollibee the other day in my car. I rolled the window and I said, I want a, a, a large coffee. Ooh, no, voila. Jollibee, no coffee? So I went across McDonald's. Voila. What? I was out there in, uh, in Baye. Is how you say it? Baye? Buy something like that. I was trying to buy, amen. I said, buy it, buy it, coffee. Mm, no coffee. Mm, no. Oh, you see, no ministers, no ministry. That's what you are. You're to be minister. I've come here tonight by God's word to stir you up. I'm not doing this for him, I'm not doing it for me. I'm not really doing it for the church, I'm doing it for you. What made the difference in Pete Moore's life? Hey, listen, I had three college degrees. I'd grown up in a church. I was very involved in, in spiritual, religious things, but I wasn't even saved. Why? Because I was confused. I was confused about the church. I was confused about salvation. I thought I was Presbyterian. I thought that God's sovereignty chose me. No, God chooses everyone. Amen? Whosoever. Amen? Uh, Amen? Somebody asked me a question. I don't know. You know what I say? You know what I say? Uh, sino ilong. Sino ilong. They say what? Sino ilong. Sino ilong. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Do you know? You get it? Sino ilong. Sino is short. Okay, now, I'm just saying, God has called us for a purpose. And God is advancing His church. God is wanting us to go so many. God is wanting us to do things for him. God is wanting us to get engaged in this local church. He gave us this church. Listen, he gave us humans. He gave us family. He gave us uh, uh, government. And then he gave us the church. And it's not just any church. It's not just a denominational church. It's not just some dead church. It's not just some church that doesn't know about salvation and is trying to earn salvation through popes and priests and and Mother Mary and Eucharist or through Islam or Hinduism. No, it's a church based upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. The shed blood. He, he suffered for us on the cross. He is propitiation uh, where, where he was literally separated from God. He suffered a death with his father for us. That's propitiation. Amen. And then expiation. Shed blood. The pouring out of his body and his flesh and his, and his life for us upon the ground, buried three days and then up from the grave he arose. For what? To empower us in justification to go forth. Hey, listen, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you say, through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the what? No, regalo. Don't you know? Tegalo. It's the regalo nang Dios, amen. It's the gift of God, not of works that any man should boast. And then the next verse, you're created for the ministry. That's what it says. Ephesians 2.10, 2, it says, you're, and the Bible says we're created, literally recreated for his purposes. And by the way, how do you give him preeminence in your life? Once you get saved and you make him 
the Lord Jesus. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. The Lord Jesus. Making him master of your salvation. You don't make him Lord of your life. You make him Lord of your salvation. And then you surrender to him. And allow him to be Lord over your life. And die in the flesh. Living for Christ. Hey pick up your cross and follow him. What is that? That's ministry. Say amen. It's high time we understand he didn't come to be ministered to, but to minister. And his saved people were supposed to follow his example. Say amen. amen. Woo! And by the way, there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hey, God has given you joy for serving him. It'll, be, it'll add joy to your life. It'll add joy uh, to your family. It'll add joy to this church. It will add joy to this community. Three times he says unspeakable. When he was talking about the unspeakable gifts. See, you know, Jesus Christo. And he talked about an unspeakable place. Asan? Second Corinthians, I think it's uh, 12. And, and he talks about in verse number 3, he saw this unspeakable place. What is it? That's heaven. That's where Jesus is bringing us. Amen. And then in 1 Peter, joy unspeakable and full of glory. What's that? That lively hope. Amen. That's It was supposed to wave for me, but it didn't. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you fixing our flag. Amen. Hey, the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 and 11, it says he's given us spiritual gifts. Um, 1, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14, there's spiritual gifts. Amen. The Bible talks about uh, there's the, the one body, the one church, the one doctrine. All that. What's that for? Ministry. God commands the saved to humble themselves to be involved in ministry. He said uh, that you're supposed to lose your life for his sake. And then you find it. That's what the Bible says. Mark chapter 8 verse 34 says deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow him. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what ministry is. Hey listen. You're not a Sunday morning Christian only. You're coming Sunday night. You're wanting to do something more. And so that means you should have a ministry. You should be involved in the ministry. Amen. Amen. Ministry of soul winning. Ministry of caring. Ministry of helping. Ministry of, of feeding. Ministry of teaching. Ministry of preaching. A ministry. I mean, there's so many ministries in the church. You can work in the nursery. You can work in ushering. You can work in prayer ministries. There's so many ministries. There's so many needs. The Bible talks about being prepared for the ministry. Hey, that's the Bible. Perfecting of the saints. Saints for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body. 1 Corinthians 3 and 9 says we're co-laborers with him. Co-laborers where? In ministry. Well, he's supposed to be the minister. That's Nicolaitan theory. That's Nicolaitan, uh, true, uh, I mean, the lies. One of the, one of the things that God hated about a, a church in the book of Revelation was they had the doctrine of Balaam and the doctrine of Nicolaitan. The doctrine of Balaam was chasing money and the doctrine of Nicolaitan was there's the priesthood and the lady. No, we're all priests before God. The priesthood of the believer, that's Baptist. Amen. So we see that in this scripture, it talks about the ministry of the local church. You see, 
And in the ministry, there's the preparation, pagahanda, right? Pagahanda, you gotta prepare yourself. How do you do that? By loving God. There's the purpose, la'uin, la'unin. Shut up, that's what I said. It's the purpose, amen? There's a purpose. Number three, there's a power, kapanyarihan. A power of God. And you see, that's the, that, that's the power. That's the ability to do it. And then when you're prepared, you're purposed, and you do what you're supposed to do. The Bible says there's, then there's, this, there's this papuri, there's this uh, paksamba. There's this worship and praise. There's a joy unspeakable. And, full, and that's what you want. Amen. Preparation. Paghahanda. Uh, I, I mean, it's everything, amen? I don't know how to say it like that. I don't care. Purpose, it's the drive, amen? Power, it's the ability from God, a spirit, a spirit to kapangya uh, rihan. And then kalik tasan at asimbahan, a gospel being preached where people are getting saved, walking the aisles and getting excited in the church, amen? It's high time we understand what the ministry is. Number one, do you want to be involved in ministry? Amen? Amen. All right, write this down. Number one, the great commandment. Ministry is the great commandment. Let me say it again. The great commandment. Amen? You see, you've got a testimony. Your church has got a testimony. And the ministry is the great commandment. You're supposed to love the Lord your God with all of your heart. And then you're supposed to love the neighbor as yourself. Amen. How do you do that? Ministry, ministry, ministry. You don't earn your salvation. You simply make him Lord of your salvation. You, number one, you look up to him. You say, you're Lord Jesus, master of salvation. I understand I'm a sinner, Adamic nature, uh, a personal sin. I'm a papunga. Uh, is that right? Papunga going? Anyway. Papunga Sampirno. Amen? I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah, good, good. No, I don't want that. Then repentance. I look up, I'm, no, no, I puputa salakit. Amen? And so repentance happens. And, and now I don't believe religion. I don't believe Mabudin uh, Gawa. Uh, There's not going to be all these good works. It's not religious works. It's not going to be a pope or some person outside of Jesus Christ. It's the Lord Jesus. There's one name under heaven where we must be saved. The name of Jesus. Amen. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He is the way. That's God's way to heaven. He is the truth. He's the only way. He's the salvation. He is the life. That's the power of God. Amen. But as many as receive him, see, no, Jesus Christ, that's who you receive. To them gave he, to sinners gave God. See, God the Son, God the Father, what? Power. Amen. See, no, the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> You got God the Father. God said, well, listen, when you receive Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you realize that uh, God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. Oh, the, 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 this love, God so loved me. Uh, but even while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. How the Bible says that God loves me. And Paul said it right. He said that the love of Christ constraineth me. How can you say you love God? How can you look up and say, Ma, Mahalin Agpangion, whatever it is, I have a hard time with that. Nung. That nung. 
I say lang it. I mean long, long it. Amen. See, there's that pocket big. Amen. Pocket big. It's the love. What drives you? It's the love. It's the sacrificial commitment. What is that? That's ministry. You're not doing it for those people. You're doing it as unto the Lord. Paul said, the love of Christ constraineth him. It's the what? Great commandment. Say it. Ministry is the great commandment. You're doing it because you love the Lord and because you love your neighbor as unto the Lord. Now look, your neighbor's going to let you down. Your neighbor's going to hurt you. Your neighbor's going to take advantage of you. That's all right. Laman, it's flesh. But God will never leave thee nor forsake thee. His love is like a loving father, a loving mother, a loving brother that will take care of you. And I'm here to tell you, I'm older than you for the most part. I'm older than you in the Lord and in years. And I've seen the Lord take care of his own. Amen. He loves us. Let's love him back. By the way, what can you do for the Lord in your love? Well, you can walk with him. You can speak to him. You can tell him these things. But the truth is, there's nothing you can do for him except for others. Jesus, others, then you. J-O-Y, joy. Put Jesus first, amen? The second thing is the purpose. The la'uin, la'uin, la'uin. That's what I said. Everything in history is his story. Everything in history is the story of Jesus Christ. The first coming, the second coming. There's a purpose. Our lives have saved people ought to have purpose. Amen. Jesus Christ had purpose. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He didn't care about himself. He was out there preaching the gospel. When it was time, he went as a flint, uh, uh, a strong rock. He went as a, as with his face set as a flint towards the cross of Calvary. And he suffered. He was beaten. He was, uh, 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 literally, his beard was plucked out. He was mocked. He was spit out. He was whipped till his blood and, and the guts were hanging out. But he loved you. And he loved you with purpose. What was it? It was the ministry of salvation. And the Bible says, Galatians 4, 4, in the fullness of time. After all the empires came, crumbled and fell aside. Here comes the Lord Jesus Christ. The first coming. But the prophets, most of them saw the Lord Jesus Christ in the second coming. You know why? Because the mystery of the local church. The local church. Oh no. Here. Right here. This is the body of Christ, local for Manila. Amen. And so we see the Great Commission. Amen. So great commandment, number one. Number two, if you want purpose in ministry, the great commission. Hey, listen, the great commission, the great uh, gospel proclaiming of the Lord Jesus Christ dying, buried, rose again. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says there when it's explaining the gospel in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2, preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. Women, men, children, parents, pastors, Everybody preaching the gospel. It's called soul winning. Amen. The great commission. The great love to make people uh, understand they're saved. Hey, how will they know? How will they know? Well, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. They ought to just call the name of the Lord. How will they know if they've not heard? 
How will they hear? I'm sorry, if they don't believe. How will they believe if they don't hear? So then, faith cometh by hearing. And that verse number 16 says, they've not believed the report of Isaiah. Wow. That's, that's verse number 16 talking about Isaiah 53. Amen. They didn't believe the report. And the Jews, many of them died. And by the way, the end times are coming. You saw Iran, Iraq, Persia, and, and, and all the other Bible truths unfolding. Amen. They said, uh, they said Iraq, I mean, they said Iran stood down. No, Iran ran. Amen. They knew the devastation that the United States could bring upon it, but it's not about the United States. It's about Israel. And the Ayatollah Khomeini said, you, if you attack me, I will level Haifa. I will level Tel Aviv. Let me tell you something, Mr. Ayatollah Khomeini. You can do nothing if it's not God's will. Amen. God is protecting the Jews. By the way, the tribulation is coming very soon. Remember what happens. The rapture happens. America will be weak. There will be some kind of catastrophe in America. It will be weakened. All of our forces will be pulled back to support our country. We won't be able to support Israel anymore. And here comes the armies of the east and the north coming down to take Israel. And God with one word will judge them. But meanwhile, the tribulation the Jews go through, Jacob's trouble, it's the 70th week of prophecy. Do you know your Bible? The Great Commission, go while you have time. Go before the rapture. Go and see people saved. It's ministry. It's ministry. Woo! Glory! We ought to be involved in ministry. You get to heaven. Your eyes are going to be open. And the tears will be flowing that you didn't get involved in ministry. I was out sowing on Saturday. And the tears filled my heart and my eyes as one after another after another are getting saved. We're in a wonderful place, the Philippines, open to the gospel, understanding the Trinity, understanding uh, what they're supposed to, letting go of a dead religion for a live relationship with Jesus Christ. Ye must be born again. And they respond. How should we neglect, I mean, how should we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? The Great Commission. Purpose your life for what God wanted you to purpose it for. Number three, I said number one is the great what? Commandment. Loving God as he's loved you. What did I say the second was? The great commission. Preaching. Preaching, preaching, preaching the gospel. Everywhere you go, sharing tracts. Everywhere you go, giving tracts out and showing people how they can be saved. Amen. I took a grab cab up here. I was talking to the man in the grab cab on the way. And when I got out, I pulled out two one. Uh, uh, well, I pulled out money. Amen. Pesos. And I said, before I go, before I pay you, I want to share this to you. Amen. And witness to him. Oh, his nose was bleeding from my Tagalog. Amen. He was like this. Whoa. Trying to understand my words because he wanted that money and that tip. Amen. So what I'm saying is the Great Commission... Number three, the great objective. Oh, I know. I know objective. What's the great objective? What's the great The power of God. But what is that? The local church. Now listen. The ministry flows out of the local church. 
It doesn't flow out of the Presbyterian church. It doesn't flow out of the Lutheran church. They're a bunch of social gospel, just a bunch of fellowships anymore. By the way, we don't need a Baptist day, amen? All we need is a day understanding that the scripture says, God established the church. He said, upon my, this rock, upon Jesus Christ, I will build my church. That's the great objective. Don't you see it? It's not about countries. It's not about nations which are a drop in a bucket. Say amen. That's what the Bible says. It's not about immorality. It's not about TV. It's not about these. Amen? It's about the gospel. Amen? It's about the gospel being preached. It's about a group. It's about a, a functioning arm of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what did he call it? What was it? I mean, can we know? Can we know? Yes, it's the church. It's the independent, fundamental, Bible-believing, sinning, devil-fighting, King James, mission-minded, soul-winning, Baptist church. The great objective. He said upon this church. Why was the church so important? Because out of the church, all the ministries flow. Amen. Well, I just do it myself. You do it yourself out of this church. You should represent the church. And you're representing the body. And the body is where you draw your power. From the preaching, from the praying, from the surrendered life, from the fellowship, from the excitement, from the joy. The great objective. Amen. Kapaya Rihanga is just power in the ministry. You want to get a powerful life, get involved in ministry. I remember I just newly saved, amen. I was newly saved, and uh, I, I didn't know anything about it. I had three college degrees. I had already started law school. I didn't know. I'd gotten saved, and my pastor said, you're a humanist. You've been saved. You need to stay in the church, this church, for one year, and let me train you. One year, that's all I ask. I started going to Bible college. I had a lot of money. I had I had, I had lots of money. My father was a multimillionaire. I went to that school, that college. I started hearing it, and the tears started flowing. Oh, I started loving the Lord. I started seeing the commission. I didn't know how to do it. I used to go out and knock on doors, and I would say, Oh, God, don't let anybody be home. I don't know what to say. That was my prayer. I didn't want anybody to be there. I was with the assistant pastor. He said, your turn. I said, what? You're going to suck. Your turn. Hi, I'm Dave Hoffman. That was him. I remember, I said, I'm Dave Hoffman. This is the church. And we're here to tell you you're going to die. Are you saved? I didn't know how to say it. I told the guy, come and die on. You're going to die. I don't know what I'm saying. But I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. Church trained me. Amen. Woo! Glory! Pretty soon I understood the scriptures like I was supposed to understand. Pretty soon I had that one faith, that Baptist faith. It was a Baptistic, Bible-believing faith. I wasn't confused anymore. I understood separation, personal, separation, ecclesiastical. I understood what it meant to be out of a local church. I understood the church. Pretty soon, oh, I wasn't just so winning. I was in charge of so winning. Amen. Pretty soon, I wasn't just working the bus ministry. I was in charge of the bus ministry, bringing 400 children in every week. How much fun was that? One time, we, we wanted to get 500 kids. 
and we, we, we advertised the longest banana split. I got seven 10-foot sections. That's about three meters. I got seven uh, lengths of three meters. It was 70 feet long. We filled it up with ice cream, chocolate, strawberries, everything we could. We went, with, uh, with whipped cream. And then the guy came around and said, we forgot to buy spoons and plates. I said, what? No spoons or plates. I had 500 kids and their parents there. I said, everybody ready? Yeah, they're looking for spoons and plates. Boodle style, go! Amen. They attacked that banana split boodle style. They were... Look like a bunch of hogs, amen? What fun. What fun, the local church. We said the next week we want 500 more. This time we got the world's biggest popsicle. We took these big trash cans, put a bunch of lemonade in there, put a big 4x4 four four post in it, amen? And then we went to a freezer place and froze it. And that Sunday we brought it out. We turned it over. We put that in the ground. And these little kids came running up and went, <laughs> and we had about 15 kids stuck, amen? They were stuck to the ice. We had to go get hot water and pour it on their tongue so it would come off, amen? So we started beating that thing up, stuff falling on the ground, and the kids grabbing and eating it, amen? Fun. Listen, the local church is fun. It's ministry. You need power. You get it from the body. The church taught me who I am. Amen. And from that church, they sent me to a city, and we just started knocking doors. We knew nobody in that city. Nobody. And we built a church. Soon, in seven years, we bought the old Jewish synagogue. We were running 250. Why? Because it's the church. It's the powerful church. It's the arm of Christ. And that's where the ministries flow out of. And then, lastly, oh, lastly, last point. Don't you like that when a preacher says, finally? And he's not lying. Amen? I'm not talking about the vegetable. I'm talking about telling a lie. Amen? He's telling the truth. The praise. Papuri. The worship. The great rewards. You know what? There's rewards. There's joy, unspeakable and full of glory. There's happiness. There's excitement about the future. There's excitement about eternity. You can't threaten me with death. I can't wait till I shed this body to be absent with the body to be present with the Lord. Pressed in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. I can't wait. I'm not suicidal. I don't want to die. But when I do, bring it. So excited to go to heaven and see the rewards. Oh, enter into the joy of the Lord, thou good and faithful huh? servant. Choose you this day whom you will serve. You're going to serve money? You're going to serve your job? You're going to serve your own flesh? Or are you going to serve God? You're not your own anymore. You were bought with the price of his blood. Do you know your Bible? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, what? Know ye not? It's your body, the temple, the Holy Spirit. You were bought 
with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. The great rewards, excitement in the rewards, uh, premio. amen. Hey, there's worship, there's excitement. I was reading this the other day, just Psalm 57, and I remembered that song. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations, for thy mercy is great is great unto the heavens, and thy truth, thy truth, thy word unto the clouds. Remember that verse? Be thou exalted, O God. See, when you exalt God, you get exalted. When you get involved in ministry, you're exalting God in your life, in your church, in your community, in your life. Be thou exalted, O God. Above the heavens let thy glory be above all of the earth. See? It's precious. It's great. It's what the preacher wants for you to get involved in. It's what the Lord Jesus Christ wants. It's what God has saved you and called you to. The ministry. Ah. Voila, ministers. Hindi ministries. Amen? Ah, Pero. Uh, Mara Ming, uh, Mog Ministers. I don't know, is that right? <laughs> then, Mara Ming Mog Ministries. Thank you, preacher.